Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is to those who are lost. Now, this is video number 266. If you have a question you would like for me to consider on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below, and if you enjoy these videos, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. If you would like coaching on your situation, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching, and use the code TLC2020 for 15% off all voice coaching. Now, this video was really brought out of me reflecting on my life, on myself, on the different experiences that were linked to relationships. Of course, that's why we're all here at the end of the day. That got me to where I am. And I was doing some journaling last night, and I frequently revisit, you know, old relationships or past decisions I've made or anything like that, just basically to check, you know, where I was so I can be more sure about where I'm going. And it struck me that for the longest time after my breakup with my ex-fiance, who I was with for 10 years, I've mentioned this in several videos, but after that breakup, I was completely and utterly lost. Now, don't get me wrong. I've done everything that I told you guys to do and still tell you guys to do. You know, the exercising, the yoga, meditation, going to the gym, talking with a counselor, journaling often doing stretching, you know, I did all those things. But that does not for a moment mean I didn't feel lost while I was doing them. And that feeling of being lost lasted a very long time. I dated other people. I, you know, made the mistakes that most dumpies make. And I came out of it. I grew. Eventually, I got my credentials and began doing the behavior analysis work. But I'd be lying to you all if I said I always knew what to do. I'd be lying if I said, I just, this is where I'm at, this is what I need to be doing, I'm totally certain of my path. I very much felt lost, and there's still some times where I do feel lost. And I don't know that this is a feeling that's necessarily supposed to disappear from our lives, and so I wanted to make a video and address the people who are feeling particularly lost. Now maybe you feel lost because a breakup just happened, and you're growing, and you were with that person for a long time, and... They became part of your identity, and now they walked away, so who am I, right? What's left over? I'm not sure. All these different voids, and I don't even know where to begin to fill them. Maybe you're lost because you're 26, and you're realizing that the career that you chose, the schooling that you chose, isn't turning out to be so fulfilling. Maybe you feel lost because nothing is bringing you joy, and it's not necessarily depression, perhaps it's more like an anhedonic episode. I guess, ultimately, it doesn't really matter why you feel lost. This video is about helping you get out of that place. And in times of uncertainty, I think it's wise to remember to fall back to the basics, right? There's no way to confuse the most basic element. It is simple because it's supposed to be simple. You know, maybe you've gone to school and you've gotten a degree in something that you thought you would like and now you don't like it. Well, fall back. What did you enjoy doing? What do you like? What can you say without a doubt brings you some measure of happiness or peace or joy, and then fall back to that. Now, let's say you can't figure that out. You're not sure. Or you've just recently been through a breakup and the things that used to make you happy are not currently making you happy. And that is obviously a side effect of your emotional state where you know that there's things that make you happy, but they're not working right now. Well, in that case, that's just a temporary thing. But ultimately, falling back to the basics, boiling 
things down to their most simple element. That's exactly what's going to get you through this. And the main thing that people do when they feel lost is they think and think and think over and over the same five thoughts that you really commit yourself to like, I'm going to get myself through this. I'm going to think about this thing. I'm going to find the way forward and then I'm going to execute it flawlessly. Instead of just shutting your mouth, getting up and doing something. We'll sit and we will think we'll be trapped in the chamber of thoughts. And outwardly, we'll be saying to ourselves, well, hold on, I'm, I'm just thinking of the best way forward, right? I don't want to execute a strategy only to have it blow up in my face or fail. I want to make sure that what I'm doing is exactly what I need to be doing. And that's great, except the problem is that you spend so much time thinking that you don't actually ever do anything. Because when you finally decide, maybe this is what I'll do, another small part of you, another small voice in your head is summoned and says, well, hey, but, but what about this, 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 and that? See, these are all reasons you shouldn't do that idea you just thought of. Effectively, you become halted. You become paralyzed. You can't do anything because it's the hardest part to actually do the thing. Or, perhaps more accurately, the hardest part is to stop thinking and begin doing. So the emphasis should be more on the thinking than it is in the doing. And... Look, you guys know me. I like to keep answers pretty straightforward, pretty honest. And so here is what I suggest. The simple antidote is go do. Stop thinking. Just go do it. The thought might come up, okay, but what if that's not the right thing? What if I do it and it's not good for me? Okay, then stop doing it and pick something else. You're supposed to course correct as you go, but the problem is that right now, you don't trust yourself. You might not even think that's the case. And that is how insidious this type of thinking can be. The point is, you're supposed to do things that you actually believe you'll do, right? This is why figures like Jordan Peterson speak so much about making your bed. Because if you can make your bed every day, if you can clean your room, keep your room in order every day, then you're aiming upwards. You're aiming to be 1% better than you were yesterday. And as you begin to get 1% better every day, after 7 days, that's 7%. The problem is that when we're thinking of different things we could do, we dismiss them as menial or trivial and beneath us. And that's part of the problem, right? We want huge change. And of all the things I've done, this is the one thing I feel like I've done really like right. I know myself. I know what I'm willing to do. I know what I'm not willing to do. I know when I'm fooling myself. And I think that has been my best and strongest ally in the road to self-improvement, in the road to finding out, like, okay, who the hell are you, right? What are you about? I'm able to look at myself and say, look, back when I was going through my breakup, I weighed, like, 260 pounds. That's a, that was a big dude. And I knew that I could think about the best theories of exercise and fat-to-protein-to-carbohydrate balance and things like that. But the reality is, I knew I wasn't going to go to the gym an hour a day every other day. I just knew it wasn't going to happen. So, I reasoned with myself, and with some help from my counselor, and with some help from some journaling. I decided, well, yeah, I'm probably not going to go exercise an hour every other day. But could you at least drive to the gym? Don't even go in. Just drive. Just get to the gym and then drive back home. 
I said, sure, I'll do that. 1% better than yesterday, right? Yesterday, I didn't even make the attempt. So I began just every day, 1%, just just 1% better than yesterday. Then I began to trust myself. So when people like Jordan Peterson say, clean your room, it's because you need to get over yourself. You need to get past this idea that tasks like that are so trivial that you can't be bothered to do them, even if they're improvement. Because as you begin to tackle these trivial tasks, you begin to trust yourself. The more you trust yourself, the more you can take on tasks that are slightly less trivial and slightly more impactful. And you'll begin picking up speed, snowballing, as they say. You'll get better and you'll improve faster. And then you begin to have that inner confidence that the things that you're doing for yourself are correct. And that is such an important thing that we all forget. You're not always supposed to know what the right thing to do is. Not always. But you could, if you tried. And one of the reasons that we don't try is because we think, yeah, well, I could clean my room, but like, whatever, it's just going to get dirty again. What's the point, right? I could make my bed, but I'm just going to unmake it every night when I go to sleep. So what's the point? The point is you stopped thinking and you started doing. Because, and perhaps that's even the best way to explain it, the objections that you give to such menial tasks, and it doesn't even have to specifically be make your bed. It could be whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. The point is you're going to do something. But the thoughts that arise to challenge your ability to perform an action is what is screwing you. The fact that the first thing your mind thinks to do is sabotage anything you might go out and actually do. Even something as simple as making your bed, right? That thought of, well, what's the point? It's just going to get messy again. doesn't matter. It's not the point. The point is you're deciding on something and you are doing it. And you're pardoning the additional thought. The additional thought's not there to help you. So for those who are lost, pick something. Go do it. And then do it again. And again. And again. And every day, your mission is to be better than the person you were yesterday. Don't compare yourself to who others are today. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. That is a direct quote from Jordan Peterson's book, The 12 Rules for Life. You'll notice I'm quoting him a lot. I've been on a Jordan Peterson kick for sure. And for those of you who are looking for more motivation within self-help, I definitely recommend Dr. Peterson. All in all, I'm very proud of everybody here. And this is hard, guys. This is hard. It's not easy to put your life together. Because so many of us don't even know why our life isn't together. It's just, life took its toll. 2020, the year from hell. But maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe the point is you decided on something and you did it and you begin to trust yourself. That is the greatest gift on earth. And it's yours. You just have to go make it. That's all I had for today. If you found this video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what you thought of this video and if it helped you. If you would like extra videos every week, private live streams with me, and free giveaways of my best-selling book on Amazon, just visit my Patreon. Patreon.com slash TheLoveChat. Until next time.